public service. Interestingly, I'm kind of in the minority on this. I think it should be a lifestyle. I don't think it should be gauche or overly opulent, but I think that you should have the freedom to move where you think it's right to move, meaning, you know, jump on a plane, go, you know, go on a Codell here, go back to your uh, district as many times as you want, travel to places that you think it might be really meaningful for your district if you're a congressional person, you know, uh, to, uh, to help bring back business and, and, and that sort of stuff. I, and I also think they should make a good salary. I think that their salary is fine. I think their health care is fine. I think that when we look, sit back and we say, you know, how can that person be making that amount of money? When, and I've sort of made this, the point on this show a couple of times, but how can that person be making this amount of money when I don't have a job? When I'm on welfare, when I, when I, you know, when every other government employee doesn't get this, uh, my feeling is, I appreciate that there is that the we should be good stewards of our own resources. That every dollar we take in in tax money is important and should be well invested and well spent. And so maybe what I just said a second ago isn't 100 percent true, but I was, I was trying to make a, a kind of push against the grain of my, my friends and family who, who kind of disagree with me on this, that you want to hire the best possible people to run our government. And I, I think right now, and I'm not impugning all the people who run our government right now, I'm, but certainly the private sector enjoys um, the competition of you know, the top business people, the top legal people, the top, you know, maybe not. I don't know. I'm just talking crazy. I guess you have great uh, public defenders and everything else. But I feel like you get what you pay for. And there's a certain amount of idealism that goes into it. That, But um, I, I just am desperately curious to see what would happen in certain uh, offices of public officials if you had the kinds of minds in there that are – Putting together our satellite systems and putting, you know, designing our, uh, you know, the best equipment and services the private industry has to offer. Because everybody knows that our that we the government is too slow. It's not responsive. It's bloated. It's all these kind of things. And I think, well, we're only gonna. It's only gonna get fixed when we put people in positions of authority and power who are really good at at uh, at, at doing things differently. And maybe there, we can tap into the private sector and. And I guess in a capitalist economy, I kind of look at it and say, let's let's uh, let's compete for those for that talent. I'm prepared to be totally beaten down on that. All right. Um, and then last, you know, today is day two of a three-part election uh, law series that I decided to call it um, because it was clear after the conversation that we got started last week and it all became about – the conversation last week all became about should people have uh, cards? Should you have a card to vote? Should you have to present a valid photo ID? And where we sort of came down to it was some people just feel like, yes, you should have to have it no matter what and the government should pay for it. I think that was consensus and the other side was like this isn't really a problem. Voter fraud isn't a problem and so you um, – uh, we should be focusing on, on other issues. So, and then I kind of threw out there that I, I liked that uh, that it was a symbolic gesture, um, and that the devil's in the details. That if you're going to get to a place where people did have voting cards, you know, what happens if they lose them? What happens if they, you know, how do they make? How do you make sure they get them? You know, whatever. There's there's that if we're going to get from where we are now, which is an often um, inadequate system, uh, you know, or certainly. Not an enviable system. I guess it works. A lot of the polls 
pollsters feel like it, it, it works okay and we, we get it done, that it actually – the results actually reflect the, uh, the will of the voter. But I don't know. We're living in the 21st century and I just want it to be something cooler, something sexier, something where you feel like you, know, you can go in and have a retinal scan and like that will give you your vote or something. I don't know. Um, so, but there's so many other aspects of election law that we um, that I want to talk about, and uh, and so I'm going to play this uh, interview with Admiral Foyle in a little bit here. We had a good long conversation about this, and he's so smart on it. Former uh, Orlando Magic um, uh, NBA superstar. But I'm going to read something that I wrote sitting in the green room because the Chick Fil A. Um, um, the Chick-fil-A movement, uh, the Chick-fil-A dynamic, the Chick-fil-A issue, I suppose you can pick any one of a number of controversy. It just depends on what side of the uh, the coin you sit on. Um, I've never actually been in a Chick-fil-A. I, I, so I just say that up front. I've never been – I've had Chick-fil-A and I thought it was okay and I didn't really like it that much and hate it. Um, Christian football game I went to, Chick-fil-A was there. Uh, giving Chick-fil-A out to all the people who were there, which is great. It's great. Awesome. Um, uh, I know that Chick-fil-A takes Sunday off. Uh, they, they're all closed on Sunday uh, to, to observe uh, a Christian day of rest. Um, and I know that, uh, that there's a, a general sense of Christian ethos that surrounds Chick-fil-A. This is my knowledge coming into this. Uh, conversation about what's transpired. Um, the uh, the CEO of Chick Fil A um, made a comment in a radio show last uh, week, I guess it is last Wednesday or something like that, uh, or, or whatever it was a, a little bit ago, where he said uh, that he he just he, he just espoused his personal belief that um, that marriage is an institution among a man and a woman and that uh, the family has every right to be protected and that um, he's proud of himself and of a Chick-fil-A organization for promoting those values. That's what he said. Roughly, I'm paraphrasing. Um, the mayor of Boston and the mayor of Chicago both um, go a couple minutes long. Yeah? A couple minutes long. Um, mayor of Boston wrote a letter that I read that uh, – just very angry, said that he didn't uh, – that Chick-fil-A had no place in Boston. They were, I guess, considering opening up a, a Chick-fil-A across the street from, I don't know, somewhere in downtown across from where the first gay marriages were uh, – that were legalized uh, in Massachusetts were held. And so he thought that would be an affront to that. And he just was, uh, was you know, basically saying, you're not welcome here. Uh, and apparently um, Mayor Emanuel said so – I didn't see his comments, but apparently said the same thing. I watched a little clip on the um, – on the view about it. Here's where I come down. We'll go to a break and get your question, your, uh, your, your thoughts and comments and you can attack me afterwards. 888-520-4374. This is what I wrote. Here's where I come down on this issue. This is the logical expression of people whose opinions, uh, of people's opinions, but also of whose opinions are not validated at the polls. Sometimes, a lot of times. Recently, in recent numbers, in, in increasing numbers, are not reflecting the polls. So this is different. This is not at the at the ballot box. This is in the public private sphere, meaning it's a public place, privately owned, members of the public frequent it. Many states in the union have passed constitutional amendments to make explicit the definition of marriage as between that of one man and one woman. 
millions of people feel very strongly that the language used to define marriage as a, has that the language used to define marriage has a major impact on the way in which they and their children derive a sense of safety, uh, cultural safety, safety in their homes and in their larger cultural setting. Um, with terribly uneven arguments attributing this sense of comfort to the Lord, the essential point remains. And as a history and English major, and as an actor and a writer and a director, I believe, I know, irrefutably, that words are incredibly powerful things. The word marriage and what it means, how it's described to our children, and how families and friends and neighbors explain it, how we define it, how we memorialize it, they're the mortar that holds the concept together. Of course, words without action are empty, but words matter. And for the CEO of this restaurant, and for the millions upon millions who turned out in support of him and of the restaurant and the definition of marriage they prefer yesterday, provided a moment that elections do not. It was clear, un it was a clear, unambiguous way to express themselves. And they have every right to express themselves in that way. I actually like it because the optics are different from the ballot box. The, sim the symbolism is different and striking. It's an outward manifestation of people's beliefs. Unfortunately, this demonstration isn't just an affirmation. It in fact hurt. It in fact hurts many people's feelings. That sounds trite, but that's what it does. It hurts people. It makes them feel bad. It has an alienating quality. It certainly makes gays and gay rights supporters feel something negative when they consider going to or actually frequenting Chick-fil-A. And I know many Christians who think that because they're a giving, open, kind-hearted person, my friend or friends that I have in mind, would think that this discomfort is an unfortunate but necessary part of a process that they're participating in that will lead the way back towards their understanding of biblical teachings, or at least set an example. So the Chick-fil-A example is one where a culture of people who feel this way, not just what I just described, but feel about the definition of marriage or their understanding of family, are comfortable expressing it. They don't have to just vote once. They can buy many chicken sandwiches. They can feel as if their voice has been heard proportional to their passion. It's in a location that has conferred, been conferred on it, that has had conferred on it by its CEO, a blanket of approval that people uh, do not necessarily feel at the ballot box. If people who feel this particular definition of marriage, uh, if, they, if they wish to express that, in this setting, they can do so knowing there's safety in numbers. There's safety in numbers. And tens of thousands and millions of people are lining up in Chick-fil-A. As a Christian, it might feel really empowering to know that so many others are feeling this way. And if you put yourself in the other guy's shoe for a minute, how do you think it makes the little guy feel who isn't in that line? The feeling of safety in numbers can exist at the polls. But somehow it's not as easy, it's not as much fun, and it doesn't give the people the same sense of, and if we're really being honest with ourselves, angry satisfaction, and maybe a sense of communion, 
with each other. Fellowship, fair enough. I actually like that the conversation might return to the public square, which in this case might mean the publicly owned areas around the Chick-fil-A or the privately owned areas by the outside of the privately owned business that can't tell the publicly owned. This is a very interesting conversation about ownership and liability. But anyway, um, perhaps inside of Chick-fil-A, I like that the conversation might return to the public square, which might include the inside of a Chick-fil-A. And in that case, I would recommend the good people at Chick-fil-A that it may be worth publishing some cider house rules on the door so that, so that the people who are free to enter and consume might be given the benefit of ground rules for this kind of conversation. Surely the proud Christian knows. That, hold on, Kent. Surely the proud Christian organization knows that many Christians sometimes fall short in their representation of Christ and Christ's values, and that gays and gay marriage supporters, atheists and others, might inadvertently attribute unfortunate comments made by some patrons to the company itself. It's a private business. To my knowledge, they've broken no laws. I think that the mayors of Boston and Chicago made cultural and not financial declarations. As public officials, I think they have a duty to do both. But as Reverend Jesse Jackson might say, why, we'll never know. But in the final analysis of this moment, I think that Chick-fil-A is offering a cultural setting to express a view that is political in nature because of the ongoing, that is political in nature. The, the CEO's comments were not just his own comments is what I'm saying. I'm saying that they were political. Because of the ongoing efforts to amend the constitutions, many uh, states have done it uh, to define marriage as a, that between a man and a woman. And the fact that he and Chick-fil-A have active financial efforts to support that political agenda, it's a political expression. So I think it's fair game for a political conversation. I, for one, am impressed that the CEO and the organization have availed themselves of the constitution and are providing a market-based, culturally sustained effort to also fuel a political agenda. I'm impressed by that. And I think that opponents of the agenda should do more than carpet the edges of a losing legal argument and set about building a sustainable cultural movement of their own. And while I don't particularly care for chicken sandwiches at Chick-fil-A, I look forward to walking into one, a Chick-fil-A, buying a bottle of water maybe, and talking politics and religion with my friends. 888-520-4374. Beat me up. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. What's up, Toad Heads? It's Frank Kramer, Heidi Hamilton. Hey, everybody. From the Heidi and Frank Show. Reminding you that if you have satellite radio, you can check us out every single Wednesday at 6 p.m. Pacific time on Extreme Talk Channel 165. 9 p.m. 9 p.m. Eastern? Uh, on the East Coast, yeah, on Extreme Talk XM 165. And if you don't have satellite radio, well, you're on the Toad Hop Network, so why not check out the Heidi and Frank show, the backbone of the whole thing? 10 a.m. to noon every single week. The premium package. But you can listen for free every day, 10 a.m. to noon Pacific time. Check us out, HeidiandFrank.com.
Saturday night, August 25th. It's the hottest party to hit the West Valley since, well, ever. Heidi and Frank, after hours, live at the Canyon Club. You're doing shows on the garage? This is classy. <laughs> See Heidi, Frank, Smeeze, and their cast of characters doing their live stage show. You know I mean? There's nothing like watching water run down this body. <laughs> Plus, the Tasty Thieves will rock the house. Heidi and Frank, After Hours, live at the Canyon Club. Saturday night, August 25th. Doors open at 6, show starts at 7. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster or CanyonClub.net. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Welcome back to Vox Populi, the voice of the occasionally interested people. All right. Gint's going to go pick up the phone now. Because we have some lines of Lincoln. I thought that might work. <laughs> I have this Admiral Foyle uh, interview, which is so good, that deals with uh, democracies and elections and um, how to have them fairly and how to improve ours. And I'm, I'm really, I can't wait to share it with you. Um, but it seems like every time I go to do the setup for it, uh, it just seems to, uh, we, I seem to get going on other stuff. The Chick-fil-A thing I definitely wanted to weigh in on, and I'm guessing that there are people who have something to say. So, um I'm just looking to see the blinking lights. 888-520-4374. If you think I've made a, uh, if I'm missing something in the law about what's happening with Chick-fil-A, please call. If I'm, um, if you think that, um, well, I want to know what everybody thinks. <sighs> Chick-fil-A. I wonder if the, uh, I guess the president hasn't said anything about it yet. Let me go on for Sarah. Here we go. Hold on here. Trying to push it. One, two, three. Huh. Can't get Sarah. Um, all right. Well, Anywho, um, there's so much. I just sort of jotted down that. Uh, there it is. She wants to talk Chick Fil A. Press pause. Just press start. Uh. Huh? The little button doesn't work. Um, let me get sent to somebody else. Hello. Hello. You got Sean. You got Brett. Big Brett. What's going on? How you doing, sir? Good. You get a bracelet. You get a a a, 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 a what do you call it? Band, <laughs> you got a uh, a uh, oh, what do you, right. you just well, got to give your... buy one, but that's cool. Uh, well, we're going to send one to you, or you can you can always join it anyway. But uh, I'm go ahead, join anyway. Shoot, uh, next day. Uh, all right, so uh, uh, Chick Fil A, I guess. It's, it's yeah, that's where thing I heard while I was waiting for the phone to yep. pick up. Um, you know, I, I I vehemently disagree with the CEO Chick Fil A uh, in his stance, and but it's his stance, and he he. You disagree right with him to... what? I, I disagree uh, on the whole idea of not giving equal rights to uh, people based on uh, their desire to screw up their taxes with another individual for the rest of their life. Um, and if well, they civil want, unions, civil unions are making their way around. We're, I think I, it's getting down to this idea of an actual word. It, 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 it I personally, I think that it, uh, we're at a point now where we should probably have a discussion about uh, about some sort of an equal rights. Uh, addition or a uh, uh, something under the uh, equal protection under the Constitution for 
But what do you think Jay about Logan millions of people coming out on Wednesday to buy a Chick-fil-A in support of his right to... You know, I think a lot of those people were upset at the Boston mayor for abusing his position to state his opinion. Uh, I, I, while I completely am, am all for, and if you want to, I think the sanctity of marriage kind of went out the window when, you know, the fat Filipino Elvis was doing drive-through marriages in Vegas. You know, at that point, we've kind of got to agree that sanctity of the marriage is an individual thing, not an institutional thing. Um, so. You mean because the state recognized that? Yeah, the state recognized, and, and you know, I mean, if, if you really want to nail that particular aspect of the argument, then there's a heck of a lot of ways that we're marrying people that uh, certainly aren't very sanctified, uh, at least not in the standard connotation of the term. Um, so I think he's completely wrong-headed in his thinking on that. And I, and, and the CEO? Yes. And, okay. But, but, but what about the Boston mayor? You were, you were the, on board the, with... The Boston mayor made his opinion known on, on city letterhead using his title. Um, which at that point it ceases to be his personal opinion and becomes. Uh, well, I don't think there's policy. anything. There's no question. It's not his personal opinion. I mean, it's um, that, that's his. You know, he he when he when it comes time to be reelected, he the people of that city are going to you know know they're that, either going to vote for or against whatever he believes. But the problem that I wouldn't have you think he probably feels pretty safe about his opinion <laughs> in terms well, of his reelection? You know, I, whatever. I, you know that that that's between him and his constituents. What what my point is. is have, working in, in government as I do, I know that there are people that work for him that are going to make his opinion happen, um, whether he personally takes an interest in it or not. I mean, there are people in zoning and planning, and there are people in public safety and those who issue But permits. up or down, how do you feel about the, the – uh, g- give me just a, a concise feeling about this major outpouring of support for uh, – You know, it's, it's like the major out boycott that they're also trying to organize. It, it's, it's to each person their conscience. Um, I don't agree with the, the support for the, the restaurant, but, you know, everybody's got a right to their opinion, even if it sucks. Um, you know, and, and there are people I disagree with all the time. And, you know, I, th- I think I just so upset Linda on Twitter. She's unfollowed me. So <laughs> she'll come um, back. She'll come yeah, back. All right. Let me jump. Off. I've got other calls that are fired up. And this is this is a, a good hot button that we've uh, we've jumped into. So, OK, um, Brett, thanks, brother. And ma- make sure that uh, you get me your address uh, so I can send you one of these uh, wonderful little uh, brands that say civil discourse. on them. Sure. We'll do. All right, my friend, Sarah. Hello. Hey there. How are you? I'm just magical. How are you? <laughs> magical as well. Let's let's hear. What do you think about the Chick Fil A um, discussion? Well, I want to make sure I, I get this right because um, I've spent the weekend with my brothers and I haven't had a chance to check up on the news. So this person with this restaurant chain, he um, did he just stand up and state his opinion publicly? No, he was in a he was or? in a radio interview, and he uh, and and it's not anything that he hasn't said before. But he he just you know said that he thought that it was important to support uh, families and that uh, the, the the a culture of family and he, he was proud of the I'm paraphrasing now but he was he was proud of the um, yeah his organization and that he, and he basically you know articulated his belief in uh, the concept of marriage being between a man and a woman as as kind of God's as a God thing and and uh, and like that so he, he, he was stating his personal opinion on a radio show all right and then uh, people stood up and they got angry about it well the uh, several things happened but one thing that happened was the mayor of boston uh flipped out and on city letterhead 
uh, told him, you know, wrote a letter, an open letter to uh, to the CEO of Chick Fil A, saying that um, Chick Fil A wasn't welcome in Boston. Essentially, that they were they had been considering a site near uh, in downtown near where I guess the first gay marriages were held after it was legalized in in Massachusetts, and and he basically said that he thought that would be a uh, you know, you know that would that would be he didn't like it right. But- but nobody, nobody. And then, the, and then, and then beyond, and then after that, there was, a, and then, um, and then the mayor of Chicago uh, said roughly the same kind of thing, and then um, Governor Huckabee and a number of other people uh, started looking towards yesterday as a day where um, Christians and and people who support uh, First Amendment rights and uh, so on could uh, could go and and frequent. Uh, and patronized uh, Chick-fil-A as a, as, a, as a kind of a – as a political statement. And so by the millions and millions and millions, people did. It was a record-breaking day for Chick-fil-A in terms of their, their sales. But uh, the guy didn't say in the interview that homosexuals couldn't eat at his restaurant. No, right? no. They haven't bro- – nope. No, in fact, he All said right. they were well so – here's, here's what I don't understand, and I didn't really call in to talk about, you know, uh, whether gay marriage is, is right or wrong. What I don't understand is that um, we have these, we have the Gay Pride Parade and so many other organizations supporting gay marriage, and all this guy really did was state in a radio interview his uh, personal beliefs in supporting um, marriage, I, I guess, in a, in a Tra- biblical traditional way. Mar- traditional marriage is the way right. that traditional marriage everybody, everybody gets angry. Now, I know there's a lot of Christians that get angry when um, at homosexuality and stuff, and maybe they pick at gay pride parades. I don't know. But this guy was just stating his his beliefs, and everyone got so angry. And I don't understand how that group of people and the people that support gay marriage can Ask uh, can ask us, you know, to um, I don't know um, to to deny your right to, to go out and to, and to accept to accept them and everything, and yet and to be proud of of what they're doing. Yet when it comes to just simply stating our opinion and not even picketing or having events for it or whatever, people get so angry at at Christians. It's like we can't even be proud. It's like. Yeah, you can stand up and say you're a homosexual, but if you're a Christian and you don't agree with that view, be quiet and sit down. It's not like we can openly express it, because even if you tell someone that you don't support it and that's all you say, Mm. they get so angry at the other side. And I have no hateful feelings towards homosexuals at all, or gay people, or any of that stuff. And uh, yet... When I state the my views, I just get attacked, and so many other Christians I see just get attacked, and it doesn't always necessarily mean. Well, yesterday was hate. a great example for you to know that you're not alone. There are millions and millions of people who um, went out and, and bought chicken yesterday to 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 in a in a uh, with that sense of pride and that sense of um, community, yeah. and so yeah. And, so and I, think- I I would really like it, you know, to to be able to have to to be proud. Of, of where I stand, and, and not in a way where people think that it's a hateful kind of pride, but just that I can be um, proud in my beliefs and not misunderstood for them. Well, I'm an actor, and we are no- notoriously, um, 
what's the word, uh, uh, narcissistic. We are notoriously narcissistic as a, uh, as a, as a species. And the thing is, is that when, you, when you're narcissistic, you feel victim, you feel like you're a victim. And what we've got is, a, is an environment where people feel victimized. You feel like a victim of a political climate that won't allow you to, to enjoy the confidence of your position. And other people feel victimized because when, uh, a, you know, a, a Christian organization basically says something that, and from the point of view of, of gays and gay marriage supporters, feels like exclusionary. It's that it's the exclusionary feeling that. Uh, and, right. and here and here's the thing. This the only reason it's a uh, it's worth talking about right now for me on the show at this moment when there's a lot of other stuff to talk about is I believe that it wasn't just a purely personal opinion. I told you that it was because it was, but I hold the opinion. This is my opinion that because. There are many states working uh, – there, there are uh, many um, groups in many states working to uh, have constitutional amendments passed that explicitly define marriage as that between a man and a woman. And Chick-fil-A is uh, – has puts money, lots of money, a million plus something rather than I read about – towards this effort, or at least some of that money goes towards this effort. So when right. they're doing that, somehow his personal opinion and the culture of the restaurant also become a political thing, which um, I don't think is wrong, necessarily. It's a, it's no, a publicly... But, but even, e even so, you know... Um, I've got, Sarah, I've got uh, a bunch of lines can't... hopping here. I want to jump, so go ahead and make your, a good last point, and then I'm going to jump. Can't, uh, can't Christian just have this one thing... <laughs> Can't we just have this? Yes, one time we'll decide right now. Customers? Yes, you and I can decide right now. Christians can have that one thing yesterday, and then tom right. and then okay. tomorrow, tomorrow, right. Christians and atheists and <laughs> gays who don't believe in certain definition of marriage are all going to have to find a way to get along. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Be good. Um, Bye for now, Sarah. Have... Okay. Bye, Mary Ellen. Yes. You are in Wisconsin. Tell me. Well. I wanted to comment one thing from last week. Um, I was sick, so I didn't actually hear the show live. But I wanted to say that I really think there should be a voter ID law. And at first, I couldn't understand why anyone would be against it unless they were trying to cheat. But then um, Linda made it clear that there's definite problems in trying to get that ID. So I still am for it, but I think all the states should have a uniform, easy way for people to get ID, just to stop voter fraud. So it would be, so, so we can agree that the devil's in the details about how you get from where we are now to there. Yeah, I can agree with that, yes. All right, well, we'll go back to the drawing board. I'll keep my eyes out for, for good, uh, good next steps. What, what do you have to say about Chick-fil-A? Only just that I think he has the right to say his opinion, just like uh, the other people do. Of course. And not be punished for it. Um, I sort of feel like anything that's that comes out Christian gets uh, jumped on. They jump down your throat on it. But if it's any other thing, gay or whatever, uh, that's okay. But I think you just need to let the Christians have their voice, too. And he should be allowed to say that he likes that. And if people don't want to go to to uh, patronize his store, they don't have to. 
Yeah, I, th- I think most reasonable minds would, would agree with what you're saying. And, and you're expressing a very similar thing that Sarah just was, which is this idea that as a Christian you can't, uh, you can't stand up and be a proud Christian without being attacked for it. Right. Well, I think a lot of people feel that way. So, you know, I, you know, the, um, I think it's, it's, people should be sensitive on all sides of things. You know, on also people should be sensitive. Non-Christian should be sensitive to Christians. Christians should be sensitive. Unfortunately, yeah. what happens, and this is what I was saying to Sarah, is the company is financially advocating a political agenda to get constitutional amendments to define marriage in a particular way. So to my way of thinking, it's not just his personal opinion. He's directing a political movement in a sense on some level. Um, does that? Do you think that that feeling of mine has any merit? Yeah, I yeah, that makes sense. Um, I no, I don't know how to comment. What to comment on it? I, it's complicated stuff. It's complicated stuff. Yeah. He sh- he should absolutely have the right. You know, he did express his personal opinion. It was on a radio show, and it probably would have not been. Everybody knows that Chick Fil A is a Christian group and and organization, and they make good food, and lots of people like them, and you know, m- Go go along, Mary, and live well. You know, it's all it's all good. Um, the 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 fact that a Boston the Boston mayor took a political, uh, you know, his legal political all the weight of the office of the mayor of Boston and said you're not welcome here uh, is what I think ultimately caused the massive display of support for Chick Fil A. So it's funny, like the uh, it probably had the exact opposite effect that he would have wanted for it to have. Um, but, and maybe that's maybe that's good. Maybe it's good. It's good for this conversation to be out of the shadows, you know. Um, that's why I said in my little speechy speech thing that I just wrote or whatever, my little op-ed, was that, uh, you know, I like the idea of going into a Chick-fil-A and talking religion and politics with my friends. I just hope there's it's an even playing field when I go in there. I know, I know it's somebody else's house. I know it's – I mean, I'm a Christian. I sort of – I don't know if anybody knows. I'm Christian. But I find myself oftentimes – Embarrassed by my Christian friends whose arguments are just don't line up with my feeling. It doesn't seem like they're being sensitive to other people, and yet there's a time to fight, you know. And Christians know that every now and then you gotta you gotta dig in and you gotta fight a battle that needs to be fought. So I find myself kind of bouncing back and forth and around and and, and so on. But I like the idea of walking into Chick Fil A with a somewhat contrarian view or a definitely contrarian view to that one particular political issue and sitting down having a good conversation with my friends and 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 walking out of there feeling like I either learned something I didn't know or like I helped somebody understand something they didn't know or at least I got to say what I got to say and they got to say what they got to say. I kind of, I you know, thank you Chick-fil-A for providing that forum as long as it's a, you know, a, uh, they're being intellectually honest about what it what it is, you know, because I've been in co- conversations with lots of Christians who, who are kind of who kind of are bullies. And I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that either. Yep. Yeah, I think it was a good thing because, uh, like I say, it should be fair. Both sides should be allowed to feel what they feel and say what they want and agree or rationally discuss things. And Well, yesterday was a big symbolic thing, wasn't it? I mean, it was huge symbolism. You know, usually you go to the ballot box, you know, if you're in Iraq, you have your finger dipped in ink and you walk out of there and you hold it up and you know, you say, I've just voted in, in a, in a, you know, Middle East country for a democracy and, and I'm putting my life on the line by voting. And yesterday people went and they purchased their chicken sandwiches and they held it up and like this check, this chicken sandwich represents that I'm a proud Christian and I'm not going to let somebody try and bully people around who espouse their personal beliefs. 
So it's a, yeah. it a big symbolic moment, I think. Yes. Yay. <laughs> okay. Uh, well said. All right. Um, okay. Thank you so much, Mary Ellen, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you again. Don't be a stranger. Okay. Heidi in North Dakota. Hi. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm just fine. How are you doing? Awesome. Tell me what you think. I'm calling in today because I am a Christian, but I'm tired of people who are anti-gay marriage being characterized, have characterizing it as strictly as a Christian thing. I'm a Christian, and I am very pro-gay marriage, and it bothers me because it's like, not all Christians are against pre- people who have alternate sexuality. Mm. And when you go into the churches, and there are numerous denominations that support diversity, and it's just like they're painting it with such a broad with such a broad canvas that with such a broad stroke on the canvas that it's like being characterized as a Christian trait. Not all Christians have that trait, and I just want to make sure that everybody understands that. I think um, I think. You know, people might not like what you just said, but I think most people who are you know part of a conversation like this know that there's that there's a, uh, a multiplicity of views. You know, the, one of the last articles I read before I went on the air talked about how the mayor ha- of Boston had to back down; that he had sort of uh, he kind of overplayed his hand, and it looked like he was trying to impinge the First Amendment rights of the uh, of the CEO of Chick Fil A, and so. It was interesting because, you know, public opinion, you know, in this media culture, a lot of times it try, a, a fairness quotient sometimes seeps in. Sometimes the level watermark of fairness kind of – and some people may not be happy with it. They want to higher or lower. But but I, th- I think that um, to have said Chick-fil-A, you're not welcome here, is impugning all of the patrons and, br- and hitting them with the same brushstroke. So it's not just – Insulting the company, which is an upstanding, you know, company in America that's very successful, and and uh, you know they're not they're not just saying that they're they're saying uh, it, you know the mayor is also by inference saying anybody who would go in there is either holding a um, you know an antagonistic viewpoint towards uh, gay rights activists or uh, is being brainwashed to have that. I mean, I think if the, if the if I was if I was like calling in to support the Chick Fil A thing, I'd be like, just because the CEO says he believes something, and I guess this is what you're saying, doesn't doesn't mean that everyone's going to believe it. It's not you know Christians aren't a uh, aren't going to en mass just you know start marching against gay people because he says so. Is that well, is that exactly. what you, that's what you're trying to say? Uh, what I'm saying is that just I am a Christian, and just because they are consider themselves a Christian organization. It's just it's just a term everybody is now using is that well it's a Christian thing it's because Christians are against gay marriage and it's just like I just said it's just too broad of a, of a brushstroke. You know and why I, that is though, right? I mean it, it, that that phenomenon doesn't exist in a vacuum. Right, and I, I understand that, but the previous callers have all said that it's a Christian. They they call themselves Christian, and you know they and they it's, it cannot be just characterized on that terminology of Christian. Christian is too broad of a brushstroke. It'd be. It's just like saying, you know, and that's not exactly even my main point of the conversation, but I just wanted to put that out there that not all Christians. Okay. So, what's your other thought? My other thought is is that I agree with what you said about this. He made a private statement, but he's the head of a corporation that funnels millions of dollars into anti-gay legislative groups, into groups that support anti, that support the, you know, um, anti-marriage, that support other um, political ideals that are 
setting themselves up against the gay population. Mm-hmm. And that's where I come in, and that they have that right, absolutely. They have that right. They're, it's their corporation. But as a consumer, I need to know that. And I need to know, and I just learned my lesson in that. I look at all the companies now that I shop, and shop at, and I want to be aware of where they're putting their political dollars at. Okay, now, I don't have a chance to go to Chick-fil-A. There's none in North Dakota. There's none in South Dakota. There's none in Montana. You try to try um, and franchise. You should try and franchise one. <laughs> <laughs> it's good business. Think, you can always count on Christian, secular, atheist, <laughs> demo, you know, U.S. politics controversy. So that would be, you know, I wonder, I wonder how many. I mean, yesterday was a big day. It was a big day. I mean, it's, yeah. you, I, I, you don't want to make a joke about serious issues, but you sort of think, man, that's a good business strategy right there. <laughs> I guess so, but you know, and like I said, you can always count on an East Coast politician saying something to piss off a lot of Christians. Well, you can count on well, I was going to say you can count on politicians to say something that's going to piss off a lot of people. Period. But, you know. <laughs> uh, I guess Christianity like, really started on the East Coast, so that didn't that logic didn't track. But anyhow, all right. Well, yeah. listen, you, um, Heidi. Well, well said. I'm I'm glad that you uh, you came in to bring the pro Christians dissent. Uh, viewpoint to the, or not dissent, but the, uh, the, the, yeah, just, you, you want there to be a little understanding of the nuance of it. And, you know, I don't think the callers who called in before were repre- were holding themselves out as representing all Christianity. They were just talking about themselves. So what I, what I say to you again is it doesn't exist in a vacuum. The fact right. that it's Christian organizations, you know, you've got mega churches who make lots and raise lots and lots of money for believers. You've got other, uh, groups that are incredibly well, uh, structured and positioned and, 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 and you know, raise and spend a lot of money, uh, and and it's they're they're Christian they're Christian groups. So the, you know, if they're nonprofits, it's vi- it's transparent, it's visible to the public. Um, in in these sort of situations, it's uh, I'm not exactly sure how we know that it was. Uh, I guess if it's a, a private company, but it's donating to I don't know how they did that. I just know that it's it's known that uh, Chick Fil A has has been doing this. So, but anyhow, um, that's the lesson that we need to learn is we need to learn about all the places that we shop, all the places we frequent, where their political dollars are at. And that within any one religious group, there are a lot of different opinions. Yep, and it's not even just, exactly, exactly. And it's, it's just that, it, I don't know, like I said, it's just a lesson that we all need to learn that is, it is, we just can't take the word just saying we're Christians or we're Muslim or we're, or we're you know, or whatever, and then just make the assumption that everybody agrees with it within that risk, within that range. All right. An argument in favor of context. I like it. Heidi, thank you so much. Thank you, Sean. Bye. Is this, say your name for me so I get it pronounced correctly. Hello, hello. Hello? Yeah, hello. Is this Timmy? Timmy, yes. Timmy, hi, Timmy. Hi. Calling from Huntington uh, Beach, not too far away. What's going on? Um, well, I called, and uh, unfortunately, I, ha- I had a lot in agreement with Heidi, so it's going to be repetitive, but I wanted to say, too, that I am a Christian, and I go to a Christian church locally, and I, it's not a view um, of the church I go to that uh, it's not an anti-gay view. So I don't think that you can call up and say it's my Christian view. Um or I'm being discriminated because of my Christian view, because it's not a Christian view. It's sex of, it's a personal view. Um, wow. I bet if I got people to line up, there'd be a lot more people who disagree with you than agree with you. And from, well, a, from a Christian perspective, I don't, I'm not disagreeing with you, but I just, there's so many Christians that I know who are, who feel regardless of their, uh, you know, varying viewpoints that, uh, 
well, I don't know. Christian doctrine, you know, it gets outside of my area of expertise. I mean, I, I, if you're the point that you're making that she just made, which is that you know, different people of a of a of a faith of a Christian faith may have a totally different understanding of of Christian Christian exactly. law. All right. So, but let me ask you this question: When did you first hear about the Chick Fil A thing? Do you know, like, where you were? I've known about it for a long time. No, no, but this thing. This did you hear about the? Uh, the CEO's comments before you heard about the protest movement yesterday, or yeah, oh yeah, I knew. Well, I've always known that um, it, it, his comments were—they've been stated somewhere before. I've always known that Chick Fil A is a um, Christian company that gives money to anti-gay um, lobbyists, or what you know. Yeah, yeah, and okay. This is not a new thing. Uh, maybe I had never heard the. When you had, let me ask you this question: When you saw the the outpouring of support for Chick Chick Fil A by uh, patrons, one can. Uh, See, you know, it's, it's, did you have a good? Did you have a good feeling, or did you have a bad feeling about that? I had kind of a bad feeling. I had kind um, of a bad feeling too. And don't get me wrong; I think that he. I actually feel his, better about it after talking to people on this show. <laughs> yeah, so I think that he has a right to say what he says. And the people who agree with them have a right to support him, and the people who don't have a right not to. I do think that, uh, it, uh, I mean, okay, I don't know how I say um, if, okay, let me start here. I am the, <laughs> you, you sound like I think. <laughs> that, that's exactly what goes on in my mind. I, wait, uh, wait, I, uh, all right, what are you thinking? I asked I if you had a generally good or bad feeling about what you saw initially with the with the uh, outpouring, and you said initially uh, it was not a not a great feeling. The bad, and Why? I'll tell you, and I don't think that they didn't have a right to. It just kind of made me sad. I'm in an interracial marriage. When I got married, I had friends that I had grown up with who quit talking to me because they didn't believe in it. Didn't believe in interracial marriage. Right, which is fine. It's fine. They what have what year right did you get married? <laughs> I know, you wouldn't think, huh, but it's true. Not a lot, but it's true. Um, and they have a right to their opinion, and they have a right to not involve me in their life because I don't fit into their belief systems. I don't have a problem with that. But they can't get together and pass a law to stop me from getting married. Okay. And that's, that's how I feel here. You have a right to your... But this, not- to, to be fair, for the, uh, what I think is... I mean, you're, it's, you're totally valid to have that thought. What I, what I, what's interesting to me about this moment is the idea of a public versus private, you know, a, a private versus public slash political uh, statement of viewpoint. If you're a CEO of a company and it's a private company, um, yeah, okay. Oh man, we're gonna wrap up. Hold on, let me just go to this one last call. I'm gonna jump off for a second. Thank you for your viewpoint. Okay, bye, Aaron. We got like ten seconds. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you, Sean. Okay, go for it. Hey, so I just want, um, actually, I live here in Los Angeles, and my husband works for Chick-fil-A. Cool. Um, so we're sort of in an interesting, you know, place living on the West Coast and working for a very East Coast Bible Belt company. Um, but I did want to tell you that, first of all, Dan Cathy is the COO, not the CEO. <laughs> oh, thank you very much for the clarification. Welcome. Uh, and I also just wanted to clarify that the donations that they make to the family sort of uh, traditional marriage organizations actually don't come out of Chick-fil-A's profits. 
Uh, they actually come out of a nonprofit organization that Truett Cathy started years ago called the Windshape Foundation um, that gives money to all sorts of organizations like uh, children in need of food and shelter and, uh, of course, things like protecting traditional marriage and family and things like that. So where do they, where do they get that money? Where do they, where do they get that money to put into that charity? They get it from fundraisers. It's sort of a known thing really only in, like, small town USA in the southeast that the Windshape Foundation is this great nonprofit organization, and people donate specifically to the Windshape Foundation. Huh. Um, so it's owned by the Cathy's, who are also the founders of Chick-fil-A, but the money doesn't actually come from chicken sandwiches. Huh. Well, so, there we go. Why didn't you call yeah. in at the beginning? We could have t- It would have been a totally different conversation. <laughs> All right. Uh, how was how was the uh, day of, was he working yesterday? It was. You know, we went over there yesterday and had lunch. And, you know, it was actually, I thought it was really beautiful. i got to tell you, there were people eating chicken sandwiches of every age, race, and sexual orientation. Well, they, had um, like a, they had a banner around them? No, I'm gay I'm and I'm a Chick-fil-A? Yeah, I'm gay and I eat chicken. Um, no, but then we got into conversations with a couple of, of the people there. And they said, oh, yeah, we're gay. And, you know, we're excited. We've never tried Chick-fil-A. And even, I mean, some of the protesters, people were taking them out, taking lemonade to the protesters and, you know, things like that. And so it really was like, at least for me, it didn't feel like a hateful demonstration at all. It really felt, all in all, like a community sort of coming together saying, you know, we agree, we disagree, whatever. But ultimately, aren't we so glad that we live in a free country where we can agree and disagree? Wow. Wow. What a great way to end the, uh, the, uh, the vindication of the rights of uh, <laughs> the people who um, populate the Chick-fil-A environment. Um, thank you very much, Aaron. You're welcome. Okay. Uh, wow. Learn something new every day. Oh, and we did. We gave away. You gave address. You got addresses. We're going to send those things. All right. So you can go to voxpopularradio.com, voxpopularradio.com, and become a friend of the show. And we'll send you a bracelet and a uh, an autographed snapshot. And thank you, Gint, for uh, for running a great show. It was you and me this week. Add no foil. I don't know what's going to happen. I got to go back to two hours uh, show because I'm burning up these one hours of these conversations, and and I've got this fantastic interview like sitting in the wings. Uh, we'll get to it. Uh, we'll get to it next week. We might have to make it a four part series because actually today was an, an interlude. Next week will be part two of the election law. How about that? Oh, somebody help me now. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching.